figure we use some, a little laughter. A little laughter. Always good. <laughs> good medicine. Yep. Welcome to the 2 by 2 podcast. I am Danny. I'm Harold. And we are from? Burlington Baptist Church. Nice. Nice. Um, we're coming to you today. Uh, it was a 12% chance of rain, but for the last hour and a half, that's been a 100% chance of thunderstorms. 100%. Yes, it is <laughs> wet out there. It is very wet. Danny I had to change shirts. All right. Not me. So I got caught, yeah, I got caught in it. But uh, I like your shirt. And we just got a UK football schedule yesterday. We yes, we did. Kind of got the schedule now. It's on. It's on. This is what I've been doing. I'm going to do it till they play that, till that first kick goes. I'm going to do just just like this. Come on, baby. Things are headed in the right direction. <laughs> and we had a good Sunday, didn't we? We had a great Sunday. We had a great big attendance Sunday. About 50% now, 278 Sunday. I got the exact numbers. I'm, I'm just got the numbers. We had kids. We had kids here. I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to explain to our audience <laughs> exactly how you put it this morning. We have 48% of our normal attendance 50 percent of what we had last year and 100 percent of what we're allowed <laughs> so you gave us the governor's numbers something like that on our <laughs> on, our, uh, on our service but uh it well was, actually i had to do a little survey and it said what per- what percentage have come back and i thought well i need to look that up to know you know i don't right. want to just shoot from the hip and sure so we were uh we were right there at uh, 49 percent yeah. sunday so <laughs> good um and uh it's gosh, man! That second service, I got kind of caught up with all the singing. There was some singing going on, and I loved it. Yeah, um, you don't know, you know, even you just don't know how much you miss it when people are just singing a worship. I mean, that's of course it's my job, but yeah. you know, when you when we sang to that empty that empty uh, sanctuary for so long, and then you get a, a big group in there that's really singing, yeah. man, it's something else. But uh, yeah, when you can sing out and not hear yourself, it's good. It's yeah, good. yeah. So when, not so much for us. We'd like to be able to hear what we're doing. But. I'm, I'm speaking from personal okay. experience. <laughs> I've heard you sing. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not Lord, forgive him. Knows it, says make, says. Well, it says make a joyful noise. And if you're joyful and it's noise, then you're doing what and you're supposed to My wife to. looks at me like, that's enough. I had to. You know, the mask have helped me, though, because I, I, I keep those on while I'm singing, and it filters it, I think. Yeah. Plus, nobody knows that's you that that noise is coming from. What comes out may be better. I don't know. <laughs> well, pray us in. We've got a lot. I got a bunch of notes, and this is a good one, and uh, one that everybody's probably a little bit familiar with, and you put a little twist on it, so yeah. I like it. Lord, bless this time, and uh, Lord, this is a sobering passage, and uh, it's been heavy on my heart even for the last couple of weeks that uh, I don't want anyone to stand before you and hear those words, depart from me, I never knew you. And so we want people to understand the gospel. Uh, I pray that they've responded in repentance and faith, and they've been saved and uh lord i don't even want people to to struggle with knowing whether they're saved or not because your word says that these things have been written that we might know and we so we want to help people to know for certain that they have uh, trusted in jesus and him alone for their salvation and so bless this time and if there's someone listening that uh is not saved we pray you, you would even use this time to uh point them to the gospel and the, the salvation that's available through faith in jesus in jesus name i pray amen amen so we'll jump right in. I, I might, I'll try not to talk as much as I did the last time, but I got yeah, quite a bit to say about this because just because it's so applicable to some of the things that you know that, that we've been talking about and that kind of come up in discussions. But um, the first first thing I'll, I'll I'll hit you with is the title of the of the of the series. You can't be doing that and um, preventing the spread of cultural Christianity. So let's talk about that just generally. Okay. Um, what are some of the things? 
And I can probably tell you, I had actually a class on this. So, I mean, you know, there's some of the, it's pretty standard across the board. What are some of the things that, that you see before we get into each individual's relationship with Jesus that you see churches doing that, 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 that this is important? Yeah. This so, important topic? Uh, you, you know, living in the Bible Belt, and we're right at the top there, uh, you know, in evangelism, ton, visit a ton of people and they're, they're not in church, they really don't have any type of spiritual appetite or anything, and yet you get to them, talk to them about the Lord, and and they'll say things like, "Well, I I believe in God, right?" And uh, you know, James two nineteen, even the demons believe and sure. tremble. And so we want to say, "Listen, I'm I'm not asking you, do you believe the the God? I, the gospel is about Jesus and what He did for us on the cross." And so, uh, I, I think that churches uh, sometimes, especially like in Sunday school classes, we we talk more about morality than we do about the cross. Right. And, and we certainly want to live godly lives, and certainly children, we want children to make those kind of decisions. Uh, but we want to continually point people to, to what Jesus did on the cross. Right. Because on there, He made atonement for our sins, uh, which we can never do. And uh, so many people, they uh, I mentioned a survey that just came out, uh, I think like August the 4th, 52% of people even who identify themselves as Christians have this kind of works oriented right. view of salvation that they're working their way to, and you got to be good. And, um, I just think that the enemy loves it when we think we can earn our way to heaven. Yeah. So, and I'm going to be skipping around a little bit on my note sheet just because of the way that we're kind of tying things in. But, you know, I get asked a lot of times too, um, especially at my other job, will they go, well, what do you think you need to do to get into heaven? Not not to be saved, but to get into heaven. And I, depending on the person, I'll always kind of go like this. I'm like, well, you got to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And they, well, they look at me because the, the you know the automatic assumption is, well, I can't be perfect. Sure. Well, you don't have to be because Jesus made you perfect. That's yeah. what He did, yeah. right? So it's one of those things when we talk about it, you know, and that opens the door for me to go. You don't have to be perfect because Jesus made you perfect, and that's where the faith in Jesus Christ yeah. and 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 the and the supernatural part of the resurrection and Him defeating death washes me clean. So when, when God looks at me, yeah. he doesn't see the sinner or the person whose works weren't good enough to get me into heaven. He sees something that's perfect. So yeah. that's a great answer. Just because, <laughs> you know, I, I did a sermon one time, had a, uh, work your way to heaven. Right. Or had a, and basically Matthew five forty eight, be therefore perfect sure. as my father in heaven is perfect. And people think, right. well, I, I can't be perfect. And what you said is exactly right. No, right. none of us can be perfect. And right. heaven is a perfect place, and God is perfectly holy, and He's not going to allow any sin in there. And so we're really in trouble because we're sinners. And then we take them to yeah. the cross and say, Jesus paid for our sins. Yeah. And so we just really try to nail them down because, you know, I, I think we just, by nature, we think we've got to do our part. And uh, if, if we do some good, then God's bound to let us in. And we forget about he's right. holy. Right. He's separated from sin. And, and there's so many things in there to tie into this. You know, when 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 Paul's talking about, you know, the things that I want to do, um, I, I don't do. And the things that I don't want to do, I end up doing. And basically, yeah. you, can't, you can't keep that law. You're yeah. not perfect. Sure. And no one's able to do it. That's why Jesus came, is or, to make wash us clean. I don't clean. know if you've ever done Way of the Master, but big I have thing not. on that is, you know, to help people understand they're sinners and we'll say, well, well, I, don't, I don't sin that much. And they're like, well, have you ever, <laughs> have you ever uh, told a lie? Yeah. Well, you know what the Bible call, Bible calls you a liar. Right. Have you ever taken something even, well, I mean, maybe well, Bible calls you a thief. Right. And just kind of walk down through the, right. I mean, it's thing after thing when you think, well, I've not done that a, a lot. But 
But you've done it. I mean, we've we've looked with lust. We're adulterers. We've stolen. We've all those things. God's holy, and we're sinners. And to help people say, we we might not we compare ourselves to someone else, and we might sure. Look yeah, that's not the you know that's not the measuring stick though, right? right? I that's mean, that's right. the you that's know. Right. And and I had an old pastor at Bellevue Baptist, and if anybody's watching from from back in the day, they'll they'll recognize this statement. They, he would always say, "There is no scale to sin to God." It's all just as bad. Now, he'd say, now, I'd rather you lie to me than kill me. Yeah. However, both of those are in the top 10, sure. right? The first one's given yeah. down. So, you know, the measuring stick is Jesus. Absolutely. And and you, and it's our job to try to get like him. Yeah. But ultimately know right. that the reason that we are able to go to heaven is because that he died for us and yeah. was resurrected. So it, it's a, it's an interesting. Yeah. The other thing that I've said before is, you know, if, if we could have been good enough to get to heaven, then it was... It was wrong of the father to allow his son to die. Yeah, right. He was right. the only way we could get there. He had, he's sinless if, I, for our sin. I was listening to you know I always talk about that podcast that I watch, and if anybody wants to know what that is, you can you can hit me up on the on the uh, comments down below or whatever, and, and I'll, I'll I'm not going to advertise for them, but you know he he said that you know he he was preaching on this very kind of topic, and he said if there was another way, yeah, then shame on. Yeah, him for for sure. for allowing this to happen. He goes because the, but but that happened because there was absolutely no other way right. that we were going to be able to gain entry right. into heaven. And even Jesus prayed that right. if there's any other way, right, let this cup pass. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was but there wasn't the plan of God, right? Yeah. So you know it's interesting how God's timing works. In our Sunday school class, it was a new Sunday school class. We got to the um, letter to Thyatira on um, in Revelation, and, and it talks about the Jezebel that's in there, and she's leading people away. And and, and, and right in that same week, you talk about, you know, um, the demons and the devil. They know the Bible, and they know things, and that these false, false prophets are going to come forward, and they're going to they're gonna get yeah, you sidetracked. And, and, I mean, just kind of tied into your sermon really, really well. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's just one of those things where we were able to, to kind of go, hey, remember that thing Harold was talking about? This is yeah. what he's talking about. This person has gone in, and she, you know, yeah. And she has basically pulled the wool over this entire church's eyes. Yeah. And, and that happens sometimes. And it's it's not by the works that she was describing, but by faith and love in Jesus Christ, you'll get your reward. It says it right in there. Yeah. You know. And so, uh, you know, the enemy can deceive. Sure. Always, I mean, even yeah. I think about Moses when he goes to Pharaoh and throws the staff down and becomes a snake. And the, the magicians, they, they do. Sure. They can do some of that stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and so these people say, "Oh Lord, we did many wonderful things, and in Your name, we cast out demons." Right. They, they begin to say some of these things that they did, and I, I don't even know how to give an answer for all that, other than uh, there are false prophets who can deceive, and sure. there's a uh, spiritual power of evil. So here's a here's a topic, a little bit of a topic changer. You use the term a lot. Not just in your in your passages, but or in your preaching, but um, when we talk, you talk about watered down gospel. Yeah, and cultural Christianity. Do you, um, you know, we and we talked about this in, in class this week as well as is um, there's a there's an art to making your church uh, appeal to lost people because that's what you want. You want yeah. lost people sitting in there so you can give them the gospel. But there's a way to do that where you don't alter the message of the gospel and and that's a that's a kind of a delicate balance these days because you see you yeah. know you can see churches big churches kind of getting in trouble from time to time letting things yeah. slide and so, so uh, <laughs> I, my next sermon up 
I'm, I'm going to be out this week, but my next one is talking about watered down gospel. And I'm, I'm just going to Jesus in, in Matthew 8 and 9, and he's saying, if you want to follow me, take up your cross and follow me. Right. Uh, and I, I think we don't talk about the commitment. Uh, we, we've kind of made it, oh, just uh, repeat after me and say this prayer. And I, I think, I mean, part of being saved is expressing what's in our heart to God that we're sinners and we want to be saved. Uh, but the Great Commission is to make disciples. And, uh, and so we want people to repent and believe, and then we want them to abide in Christ and to walk in obedience. And then we got all these passages in First John that say, you know, he who abides in me right. is my disciple right. indeed. And uh, how do we know is we, we're walking in obedience. Uh, we're following him. And so to follow Jesus, we, we got to die to self and live to Christ and die to the flesh, put on the spirit. Abide in Christ. All kinds of scriptures tells us how to walk. Right. And so when I say water down the gospel, it's just we say we we try to we and we we're guilty. We like to count numbers, and we we want you to walk us out, and we'll baptize you. And we don't sometimes clarify. And and sometimes even when someone comes and joins the church, we we don't really say. This Tell is me. what we expect from yeah. you after you become, or right. not, not us. Right. But this is what is expected of yeah. you after so, you become yeah. a follower so of Jesus first, Christ. First, what are you trusting in mm-hmm. to to be saved, to go to heaven? Is it you or what you did in the, you know? And then uh, here's what it looks like to be a believer, and uh, and so making disciples. I think that's where the church has been been the weakest. Is in, I mean, it's the hardest. Right. Is it's easy to. I'm going to say easy. It's to share the gospel and and uh, you know we we preachers some some are better than others at using some emotionalism and and uh, you know if if we're having Bible school why not we're to get in front of the kids and say who does not want to go to hell today raise your hand <laughs> and say you better get down here right now right. and you better start right. well that's manipulation and and so uh, not that. There's some truth in some of that, and we we certainly want uh, we don't want anybody to go to hell, and we 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 want you to trust Jesus, uh, but but we've got to you know trust the Spirit to do His work, and uh, to show people they're sinners and their need of a Savior, and then to help them to to be disciples, and and so a, a you know we often talk about a, a faith that hasn't changed you. Right. I, I'm not sure it saved you uh, because you know we're we're new creation old things have passed away and if if you've made some decision and, and old things have not passed away and and again we're spiritual babes and we're going to struggle with sin to the end and so there's all kinds of things that we wrestle with uh, and so we're to work out our salvation with fear and trembling and we're to fight against the flesh and sometimes we fail and uh you know sometimes we as believers we know we're believers and yet we think hey, you know why, why did I make that decision or say that? I mean, so we, we're always sure. wrestling with the flesh. Sure. You know, um, and, and it's one of those things when you when you talk about, you know, who, going in front of those kids and going, who, who doesn't want to go to hell? Well, get, well, of course, no one wants to do that, you know, especially if you, you've been told that. And I, I remember, and, I, and we've talked about it, I think, on one of our first couple of podcasts about when uh, when I was a kid, we'd have some fire and brimstone preachers. And, and yeah. as I got older, it just was not appealing yeah. to hear that sometimes and it's you know so but sometimes it is you, you need to know it's there sure you know I, I agree with that but but you know it's it's one of those tactics is like well I, I don't want somebody to get saved just because they don't want to go to hell I want right. somebody to get saved so that they can have a relationship with Jesus Christ and they can they can grow so yeah you know yeah. that's I, I mean 
that's that's what he wants. He wants sure. to come. He wants to be close to you. He just doesn't, you know. He don't want to scare you into, into yeah. loving him. <laughs> and sometimes the reality of hell is is good and necessary. I mean, sure. uh, Jonathan Edwards, sinners in the hands of an angry God. They they said the people were grabbing hold of the pews in front of them just because he talked about being over the brink of hell. And uh, you know, uh, the Spirit had to get in there and really uh, convict hearts there, and he can. Yeah. But uh, the discipleship component is so important. And so so we live in a time where being a Christian um, is, is doesn't always mean that you're trusting in Jesus Christ yeah. for your salvation. So, yeah, and you touched, you know, you touched on it in your sermon. You know, you and I have talked extensively about Martin Luther. And this was the very reason for the whole, ref, you know, the reformation of the churches is his struggle with, I can't stop doing this. And I, I don't, my works are not good enough. And I can't, six hours a day, I'm going, in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and doing this thing. So, so let's get to, and, the, and uh, I want to talk about this because this is something that I think I learned in Bible school or Sunday school when I was probably four or five years old, you know, the, the foolish man builds his house upon the sand, the fool, you know, sand. oh yeah, yeah. So, you know, and the, and the waves came down and the floods came up. You know, there's a whole dance with it. But, I mean, that's a cute story for a child to teach them what you – but but in this context that Jesus is using, it's, it's kind of scary a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the sand would obviously represent the the false gospels and, and trusting in yourself. And, uh, you know, this this person who says, Lord, didn't I do all these things? Prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, do many. That's sand. Right. And it looks good. Right. It looks like it's, if someone's doing those things on the outside, it looks like it must be blessed by God. And yet in the end, when, when the final, when they stand to final judgment, again, I I think in this context, the rain and the the winds and the, uh, all that represents the final judgment. When we stand before God, it's not going to stand. Right. And so it looks good on the outside until, until the judgment. And uh, I mean that's the, really the the passion there is. I mean we don't want anybody who looks good on the outside to to stand before God and again Him say depart from me. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean your 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 works and these things that that we hold value in are sand. Yeah. And and the basis of Jesus Christ is your foundation, and you build out from there. And it doesn't have to be earlier in your life, but, you know, it can be any time. Yeah. But to to kind of understand that um, is is crazy important. I mean, he uses it multiple times. Jesus yeah. Christ, the cornerstone. Yeah. Uh, you know, talking about Petro or rock. This is the rock that I would build my church. That you know, that is a yeah Jesus a reoccurring yeah. <laughs> theme yeah. throughout the Bible is set your foundation on something solid, and there's yeah. nothing more solid than Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I just come to mind the thief on the cross. You know, he, he didn't get to to build; right. he was on the rock. Yep. And, and in the end, that's all that's going to matter is is are we building on the rock who is Jesus, and not on the the outward stuff that that we put a lot of emphasis in. And and, and if we're building on the rock, I mean, we obviously we want to live for Christ and obey Him and serve Him and give our life to Him and all those things, absolutely. But we got to start with the foundation. So what what do you believe causes the confusion in the church about works? And, and, uh, I mean, how does it, how did we, how do we get from, I want you to have faith in Jesus Christ and, and, and get in the word and have a closer relationship with him to where it becomes, well, I'm just going to do good things yeah. and be nice to people 
Well, the enemy, he's blinding the eyes. Right. And uh, even, you know, the scribes and Pharisees, they, they were all about keeping the law yeah. and wearing the robes and looking good on the outside. And uh, But but the good stuff, I, I think, is it seems right. right. It seems natural. Uh, and, and, you know, Islam is this grand scale, good versus bad. And, and, uh, I, I think the enemy has, has blinded us the fact that we, we don't have any good. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, you know, of course you could look through and again, you, you go different part, parts of the Bible and find, um, examples of this. You think about Paul, a, the, a Pharisee of all Pharisees. Right, I mean, just top of the line, well schooled, well versed in the Jewish religion, to towards the end of his life for speaking about the gospel of Jesus Christ, is sitting in a jail cell, rotten, yeah. writing letters to churches he's visited because I don't know when I'm going to come back. I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this, but I'm going to, yeah. you know, uplift the. Basically, I'm going to uplift the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and he says, you know, Pharisee of Pharisees, <laughs> according to the law, just right, but it's all rubbish, right, compared to. Knowing Christ and right. being found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own, which comes from the law, but right. but it's all about having Jesus, and uh, that that's what's so important. We want people to know that. And again, the enemy blinds the eyes, and he really has to take the blinders off. The yeah. Spirit does, and and show us we're a sinner. And uh, you, you know, sometimes there's a track that shows that bridge, and, and the bridge is our works, and then there's this gap to God. And try as we must. The, Jesus is the only way to bridge that gap is is through the cross. And, and you know, and I, I think sometimes too, and, and you you can you can put your your uh, opinion in on this or or tell me, but Jesus wants us to serve, and He wants us to work. But the number one thing that He's concerned with is His relationship with us and how how much yeah. closer we could draw to Him. I yeah, mean, Mary's chose the <laughs> the best thing. Right, that's being with Jesus. Right, and. Uh, and so this, when Jesus calls his followers, you know, leave the boat, right. deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. The, the rich young ruler came to him and said, well, what's, what I got to do? <laughs> Sell it all. Sell it all. And, and, and he doesn't tell us all to do that, but, but there can't be anything that is more to us than he is. And, uh, and so uh, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't say that. We don't, we don't tell people to count the cost. And this might cause some persecution, and you might lose some stuff, and you can't be like the world. And right. One of the verses that that I that I read, and I've read it a hundred times. I think you actually used it in a sermon not too long ago. Is uh, for, for for he who wants to find his life first must lose it. Yeah. And you think about that, and you're like, man, that's you know talking about that rich guy. You, I want you to give up everything you got and follow me. Yeah. Well, how about I give up? <laughs> how about I give up three quarters of what I got? And no. You you're, yeah. you're, you know, for you to find, and I mean, that's a example of you look at, you know, Peter and, and you look at Paul and you look at John and those guys who followed him and they gave up everything yeah, and they ended up. And he had, Jesus had lots of people would come and said, ah, oh, we want to follow you. And yeah. he say, foxes have hoes, birds have nests, but the son of man, I don't have no place to lay my head and right. it's going to cost you something. And I want you to count the cost and, and then decide. And many, most turned away and, yeah. and, uh, of course, Jesus asked his disciples, are you going to turn away too? And Peter's like, well, we don't know where else to go. You're the <laughs> bread of life. You're, yeah. you're, you're it. But yeah. but they, they understood who Jesus was, and he was right. worth it all. And when the end of this life is over, he's going to be right. the foundation that stands. And again, that's you know one of those things that, that ties back into our study that, that I was talking about. You know, At the end, I said, you know, at, every, at the end of every letter to the church in 1 
three chapters of Revelation, at the end, he says, your reward is coming. It's not here. Yeah. You know, you're going to get it when you get to heaven. That's how this works. So yeah. let me tell one more story. Actually, had, you can tell two my, or three more stories. My first church, I had this deacon named Mr. Denny. Oh, oh guy. But man, he was, I, I tell people, if there was a picture in the dictionary under deacon, it was Mr. Denny. He, he loved, he did family ministry. He, he loved his families. He'd send them birthday cards, but he always was praying for lost church members. That's awesome. And uh, he told me that, that Matthew seven twenty one. He said, "That's what I want you preaching my funeral. I want you to to say that many are saying to me, Lord, Lord's not going to enter the kingdom.' And uh, and I always remember that passage every time I see it. I remember Mister Denny, his heart for and and if a church member would would get saved, he'd get so excited. And uh, <laughs> and he just really had a belief that right. there's a lot in the church who who aren't saved. That they might be on the row, and, and he might send them a birthday card, and they might have been baptized, but they they hadn't followed Jesus." And, I always think about that passage when I think about him. That's a, that's, you know, you, you know, only Jesus knows your heart, Yeah. you, you know, and, and as we sit out there and, and I mean, sometimes, you know, you're not perfect. Yeah. So especially when you work at a church or you're a deacon at a church, it's very difficult. You can, you know, try to keep everything together, sure. you know, sure. a lot of times. And I think but, about as a pastor, you know, you want everybody to like you and, and you want to, encourage, but, but man, you want them to, you want them to really Pay attention when it says, "Depart from me, I never knew you." You want there's not a person, there's not an enemy that I I want them to stand before God and Him not know them, and uh, and so I, you know again I pray that God will use that in a lot of people's lives for them to examine themselves to make sure they're in the faith. I I kind of thought it was uh, humorous that in the first service when you said the line, you know, there's probably going to be some preachers in hell. There was. There was quite a few applauses and laughter and amens, maybe. Yeah, yeah. There. Second service a little nicer to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. No, no. I mean, you, you know, that that is the truth. I mean, and you see it. You know, you see it sometimes. Pastors, big, big church pastors, very, you know, will lose their just kind of lose their faith. And and uh, yeah. there's, you know, there's been a the last couple of years, a couple of pastors who just felt things so heavy they they took their own life. And you know, I'm not saying that those people are going to hell. I don't know that, sure. but. You know, you look at it, and they, you know, they have some the same kind of issues and struggle with the same sin everybody else does, and yeah. and uh, yeah, you, know, you hold them a little higher regard. But you know, you would hope that that as as a pastor or somebody like, I know that guy's. I'm going to see that guy again. You know, sure. when I leave this life, would be good. And I just, you know, want people to know I'm not taking a pastor card to heaven and saying, "Hey, here's my." No, <laughs> oh, that's going to burn. <laughs> Remember all those sermons I preached? Burn, burn, God. burn. Remember Jesus, all those songs we sang? Jesus card. That's I, right. Got Jesus. That's right. Um, don't trust in anything other than Jesus because nothing else is going to last. It's sand. It's going to burn up. It's a. It, it, I always ask the question at some point in a discussion, either in Sunday school or with someone, when I say, especially if it's a person I know that's that's been a believer for a long time, I said, you know, if, if they told you all of the things that that you that you were responsible for after you became a follower of Jesus Christ would you have still signed up and you know ultimately the answer is yes because of the of the relationship you have with Jesus Christ i like it when i'm having a day and i had last week you knew i was having a better week last week where i can just sit in my car and close my eyes and go i can talk to my best friend right and, and i know that he's listening i know that he's going to carry that to the father and i know that that's a that's an important thing but there are a lot of other things that, that we're responsible for and, and we need to carry that that same fire 
that we had when we were first saved through the rest of our, our yeah. time because yeah. it's, you know, that's important, especially during the bad times. Yeah. And and I think there's this weight on the church. We've got to get the gospel right. And, uh, you know, for 52% of the people that think that they're going to try to work their way to say, we've got to get it right. We, 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 we have to say it every we got to say it every week right. because people people aren't here every week, but they got to know you can't work to get to heaven. You can't. It's rubbish. No. Nope. You need Jesus. And, uh, and you know, if we really believe that hell's real, and I do, and, you know, it. I, one word I didn't even, I, I thought about it after I got done. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, not, not a few. Right. Many. Many. That's. That's bad. Maybe I mean, most. It's scary, right. Many yeah. will say, Lord, Lord, look at all I've done. And uh, there's so many on the broad road that leads to destruction, and we've got to warn them with the gospel. And uh, I'm getting convicted right now. Just, uh, <laughs> That's all right. That's you know, well, I mean, it is, and you know, it is. And I don't. I'm pretty sure I know how you feel. We haven't really talked about it, but but if if I feel like there's somebody close to me or in my circle or in my class or in my in my group that that is that is struggling, I, you know, that's I feel like that's on me. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. I don't know if I'm supposed to, but you, you just really feel like convicted for that person. Like, man, get, I think there, there's these warnings. You, you know, right. verse eighteen: a good tree can't produce bad fruit. If we got somebody who says they're a believer and they're not producing good fruit, we we got to at least warn them. Right. We're not the judge, but we. And and <laughs> you probably can say the same thing. But sure. I, I've done premarital counseling. I've I've asked people before that you know is he Christian or is she Christian? I, I don't know. Why in the world don't you know? Right. Why haven't you? T- if you're going to marry somebody, how is it that you've not talked to them about their relationship with Christ? And come right. on, church, we we got to talk to people about right. that. You know, and I I'll, I'll tell people, you, you, the couples that I that I married, you know, some don't go to this church or some, you know, and I say, "What well, do y'all go to church?" No, how come? And they look at me like, "Well, I'm like, man, this 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 counseling's free, so <laughs> you know, I want to give it to you." But yeah. you, you know, it's one of those things. Is and I encourage them. I was like, you know, I'm not telling you you can come to our church. I would love for that to happen. I would love for the church to be filled with a bunch of people that you and I sure. married. But, um, but you should get somewhere and get yeah. somewhere where they don't, you know, where they where they teach the gospel of Jesus Christ is the way to heaven, and that's you know, you know, there, you've heard the analogies. People are in a house of burning. We gotta love them enough to go, go get them. Yep. Tell them. And you know this passage. I didn't even enter through the narrow gate. Right. The gate's wide and broad that leads to destruction. And there's so many on there. And we we've got the we can tell them how to get on the the right road to, to heaven. It's through faith in Jesus. And so, my grandpa, it wasn't about church things, but he would always say, you know, I'd say, well, what about this way? And he said, well, is that way easy? Yep, he goes probably the wrong way then. <laughs> he would. He'd say that. I mean, just you there know, was per, the gate and difficult right. the road that leads to life. So, you know, grandpa, grandpa, why can't we do it this way? He's like, was that way easier? Yeah, probably not the right way. So, which is which is fully true, fully true. So, I mean, I liked. I'm not, you know, I tell you this a lot of times, and but I thought you did a. I thought this was a really good uh, passage and and and. and and sermon and I think that this I'm excited about this whole series this is kind of you know a little bit different preaching out of different books for you but I mean the series itself is very very much needed and and I I really like it Um, yeah I felt this you know I think the preaching comes out of the overflow and you know the spirit really I think sometimes knocks on your own door and says hey there's there's people you you got to warn them 
And here it is. <laughs> right. Many are going to say. So I I really felt the weight of this one. I pray, pray a lot, you know, just for those yeah. who might be right there in verse 22 and saying, Lord, look at, look at this and say, I don't know you. Yeah. So again, if you're, if you're listening and man, we want you to know that you're going to heaven through faith in Jesus. And we'd love to talk to you about that. I'd, I'd love to look at scriptures with you, talk to yeah. you about, you know, whatever's going on. So let us know. We that that's, that's nothing that, more important to us than talking to you about your relationship with Jesus. And if there's something that we you want us to pray for, you can always put it in the comments. We go through them. I go through them pretty often just to see if anybody's put anything in there that we need to answer or that you know um, that we can pray for. But uh, or you can call us, you can text us, and yeah, my, and, and our phone sh- numbers are readily available. So I, I, we don't say this a lot, but uh, if you know someone who maybe needs a relationship with Christ, share this with them. We we'd love for them to. Yeah, we don't say like and share very often, do we? We probably should. We stopped talking about sponsors and sharing. And We're going to get a sponsor. Like <laughs> I, said, it, I feel like it's going to be easy. I thought it was going to be easy. We don't need anything. We just need somebody to tell us that we can say brought to you by. Maybe this we could particular. Uh, call the, the Ark Encounter and, and oh, 40 yeah. days of, of uh, yeah. music. We might need a sponsor. Yeah. We, we need to get a sponsor, but yeah, we've got a lot of their, we've got a lot of their people that have started to come to church here, which is really awesome. Those, yeah. A lot of the Answers in Genesis people started to come here and they're awesome and yeah. knowledgeable people, which is good. So Man, so we're excited this week. We had, we had a good group and some a visitors bunch. and yep. uh, some, some people were able to bring their kids back this week. And so some of our families, <laughs> it was good. And some of our families are pregnant and some of them are getting ready to have babies. And we had some babies here this week. For the you first had to bring that up. You have to bring <laughs> Yeah, we're going to have baby dedication on September 13th. Danny's going to be out of town. Uh, and we got all these babies that we missed their dedication. Was it my, It was Father's, my, Day? Father's Day. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, Danny's going to be gone that day, and I'm going to have to do them all. <laughs> There's the... <laughs> That's all right. I'll get the I'll get the next round, even though, you know, I, I want, you know, you're like me. I want to do them all. I love the to dedicate the babies. And I think it's I think it's special yeah. when the parents want to want to dedicate that child and they want to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um I think that's awesome. Did you hear babies this week? Oh yeah. Oh that's good. Babies. Oh yeah. That's good. And I and so you know me and babies. And and I have a hard time with this COVID thing because I just want to go and hold every baby and just love on them. And you know, now when they turn two or three I, I can send them back at that point. But when they're so little and they just you want to hug them and they come back though, don't they? Yes, they do. It's yeah, awesome. they do. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of kids. A lot of, uh, I mean, Beth said it went great. Yeah. You know, so that was awesome. We, were, I was very, I prayed. You know, it was really funny because I don't tell Beth that stuff a lot of times. But I prayed all week. I was like, oh, Lord, let this go okay, and let, yeah. you know, let it be safe and let it not get overwhelming. And six, five or six in most of the rooms, yeah. and uh, oh, it was awesome. And yeah. the teachers looked happy, and the kids did. And, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So Sundays, bring yours this week. Make reservations for the kids. Sunday school classes, uh, Bible study classes are bursting at the seams, which is awesome. Um, we've added some new classes, and they're they're already filling up. And uh, we're looking for places to put people, which is a awesome problem to have. Yeah. Um, you and I have been able to actually go and and enjoy a whole Bible study class without yeah. having to jump in and jump back out of it. So, That's good. so tell yeah. them tell them about Friday night. Friday night is the full on glow stick. Jammy Jam for Jesus, which we are really excited about. Uh, I have been staring at the weather for a while, and it looks good. Friday night, 930, there are going to be food trucks. We've got Pretzel Fools. We've got Taco Oso. We've got Dreamy Whip. Our buddy Dave from Dreamy Whip's bringing the truck over. And we've got Kona Ice. And 
we have tons of connections with the guys at Cone Ice. We've got tons of buddies that work over there, and they really, really go out of their way for our church, and, and we appreciate all of them. So we want you to come and eat. Um, Tell us a little bit about what's going to be sung. And- so there's going to be a bunch of singing. Uh, there's a, a lot of singing. We've got some new songs, a lot of um, just upbeat things. Uh, we were hoping for a baptism, but we are not sure if that's going to go, so we're just kind of hanging out. No one... Uh, Knowing we wanted to speak with people beforehand, we didn't think it was an idea just to throw a tub out there. Sure, but yeah. uh, <laughs> um, and then I'm going to talk. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach a little bit, not to. Uh, You're going to give them the gospel. I am. I am. I'm going to talk to them about uh, probably. We're, we're talking about. I've been, you know, the last time I I, I, did, I preached, which was the only time, was uh, you know, I just feel convicted about uh, finding somebody to be a Paul to, you know, uh, yeah. and and. And just Paul had his Timothys and his Silas's and his John Marks, even though he got mad at him. And I just feel like if you're a Christian and, and we got to bring, you got to invest in somebody, sure. you know, and I don't know how I'm going to tie that in, but I've just, re- that's yeah. just really been on my heart. And it has been for awesome. a long time about, um, you know, are you investing in somebody? Absolutely. It's good. That, you, you know, that, that such a blessing to do that and then see God use it. It is, it is, you know, and, and I, I wish I, you know, I feel like I try to invest in my team and check on on the guys and and, and the things well, like that. You picked up your game in that last I, year. Well, I've tried. You know, I think they appreciate it. Well, well <laughs> I hope so. I mean, they haven't killed you. No, they haven't killed me yet. We we and we have a good time, and that's you know that's kind of thing. I don't think, you know, I don't think that it has to be a. We're getting kind of deep on this, but I don't think it has to be this relationship where I'm always, are you studying? Are you yeah, doing this? Yeah. Are you doing this? Do but but just, yeah, just do life together and just invest your time and, and people and show them that you care about them. Yeah. You know, it's one of the biggest things and I think. And encourage each other as they yep. struggle and try to some, walk like Jesus. Sometimes that means putting some of your team members in uncomfortable positions for them to, oh, yeah. you know. And Hey, do we need to pray for our neighbors around here for Friday night? I would say so. I would, I would say so. It's going to be loud and it's going to be lit up and there's going to be glow sticks. I think Jessica said, "Would you get fifteen hundred, two thousand glow sticks? <laughs> Something ridiculous." But um, and then our youth has uh, stepped in. I was talking; they had a youth uh, leadership meeting here earlier, and they were all like, "Yeah, we're coming." You know, so awesome. so it should be pretty good. Like I said, if we can, uh, but we just want to get some people. You know, we thought. <laughs> We, we thought this was going to be a kickoff for the kids kind of going back in school, and it, it turned into not being that. We'll have to have another one, won't we? Well, well we, we have another one when we uh, when we do that. But, uh, I, it, you know, I've I've got people outside of the church asking me, hey, yeah. man, are you guys really doing this yet? You know, until yeah. the county comes over and tells us. And we us. want to reach people, don't we? Yeah. And uh, and one last thing before we – I mean, just who's your one? They they may be there in, in Matthew 7, and, and uh, they're outside of a relationship with the Lord – uh, talk to them about Jesus and and continue to pray for them and uh, when we still want to reach them, the Lord does too. Absolutely, absolutely. He will continue to pursue, and so should we. Sounds good, my man. All right, I'll pray us out. You ready? Okay. All right, but we just thank you so much for this time that we get to um, just sit and discuss your word and and um, some of the things in it. Lord, just. Uh, Thank you for convicting us about the people that that uh, that we care about, Lord, and and we want to see everybody stand in front of uh, your judgment, and you say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." Instead of instead of casting us away, and 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 Lord, just help us to um, to be accountable to each other about that kind of thing, and and Lord, just uh, we thank you for your Son Jesus and and the gospel of of Him coming and, and making us perfect, so that we can so we can dwell with you forever. 
Lord, just continue to bless this church, and we thank you for the numbers, and we thank you for all the things that are going on, and just take everything that we are trying to do to reach people and just bless it and and and, and help us to do it in a way that's pleasing to you, because it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.